Um, well, I thought it was better than the previous episodes because I kind of knew what to expect. Um, I like the way Dragon said it. He's like, if I had watched all this in a row, <laughs> or if you had to watch them like one at a time, it would like a different experience. Yeah, yeah, and that's how the rest of the world had to experience. What's going on? Did you see um, John Snow's reaction? Uh, no. They asked him, um, like, Jon Snow's reaction to Game of Thrones. He talked about the actor? Yeah. He said, uh, I think he just says it's, like, straight-up disappointing. I'm not going to search for the clip. But yeah, they asked him, it, like, it like was, summarize it in one word, and he said it was, like, disappointing. Like, well, it, it, they, they just, like, scrunched everything together. I, I think if they had had... Two seasons, like like two full ten episode seasons, instead of what they did, which was eight and six, mm-hmm. it could have been the 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 sit into madness could have been fleshed out more. Um, yeah, you were talking about uh, we covered this a little earlier. You were talking about uh, John's. Yeah, well, in in the books, and they didn't do this in the show, which is one of the things I was disappointed about. But I understood why they, <laughs> why they cut it for time. But in the books, um, Rhaegar had already, before Robert's Rebellion, had had two children, a daughter and another, and a son named Aegon, who supposedly got killed by smashed in the head by the mountain um, in Robert, Robert's Rebellion. Well, Varys supposedly says, or Varys uh, says that he um, basically, him and, him and Illyrio, um, put in another boy in, in this Aegon's place and spirited young Aegon out to Essos and had him raised by John Coddington, which was a friend of Rhaegar's, and raised him as his own son. So the boy knows who he really is, and so does John, but they keep it quiet. And in, in the in, he comes in in The Winds of Winter, the last book, and... <coughs> They've taught him how to be, you know, very, very keenly, very, um, you know, kind of like Jon Snow. Um, And and by the end of the book, him and the Golden Company, which we saw in the series, had invaded parts of Westeros and were trying to take over. But this, of course, is also the book where Jon got got killed near, near the end. So none of that was in the show. And I, I think probably what happens is, is this Aegon character defeats Cersei and he's holding King's Landing. And <clears throat> maybe Jon doesn't really come back in the books. Maybe. I have no idea about where I take it because uh, when I was reading about like in regards to the bottles, a lot of people were upset about like the prince uh, or the prince of... Uh, that was promised? Yeah, they're like I said, how that played out because you thought it was going to be. Well, also, well, well, the Exor I hi, the way he ended the previous long night was he, he had to make his sword Lightbringer, and he made that by thrusting it to the heart of his wife, which obviously Daenerys wasn't his wife. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a, a symbolism there. So I can actually see that happening. I think so. Um, I think uh, the you see this problem a lot. Like, um, same thing with like, Lord of the Rings. Just anytime you try to pick up, like, a, it's like this complete difference in like the type of author you have now compared to when, you know, uh, George R. R. Martin was being educated when he was, you know, becoming a writer, when he mm-hmm. started writing, you know, about Song of Fire and Ice, same thing with Tolkien, like Tolkien was like, 
the library of World War I. It was a way different like, uh, atmosphere and like education and like word usage and stuff. Mm -hmm. Those guys are both names in their own. Or names in their own. Uh, look at the. So this is like. Oh shit. <laughs> the first season, um, there's really just one big spike, and that's your first episode. Mm -hmm. And then on like, nothing, nothing, nothing. This is episode 12 and then 13. So we're getting like more consistent. I think it's probably like a, a good mixture of both, like the kind of like the nerdy pop culture and then like oh, the our show. Yeah, our show. Well, yeah. I thought you were talking about Game of Thrones at first. No, these are the. This is the actual podcast. So this is okay. like season one. This is like the first episode with Alex. This is your episode, the first one. And then this, I think this is your second one. You can see the, like the big blips. So I think it's just the chemistry. <laughs> hey, works for me, man. So you, you didn't get a chance to use the, the work we made last time, yet, right? Uh, no, no. Uh, we we didn't get to play last session because of work stuff. Yeah. Our customers. Um, but I I think he's going to be. We might have, be having a new player join. Oh yeah. And so those two might come in uh, at the same time. Are either. Uh, they're just going to stumble across the orc in somewhere in this in this wasteland, may, maybe being held a prisoner in one of the places, one of these supply camps they go to. Okay. Uh, so I think that might work. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, did you get a chance to meet that person? Or just... uh, the person who's joining. Yeah. Um, there, I. I don't know where they live. That I met him over the internet. One of Jesse's friends, uh, supposedly. Um, we talked, and and uh, she seems to like our just. Hey, we're just here to have fun. You yeah, know. we put up a lot, a lot of your, like one of Jesse's friends. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, one of the other guys that joins us, right. he, he's Jesse's friends too. Uh, and then the other guy is my friend. I shouldn't talk shit. You're probably the closest thing I have to. <laughs> hey man, uh, it's it's all good. I wouldn't solve it. Just the trade. That's like something friends do. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, I like hanging out with you guys. Sandy was kind of mad. She was like, "Why don't you ever say goodbye to me?" I was like, "I'm like, it's like I don't say goodbye to people. Like, just, I mean, I thought like if I see you, I'd say you know, goodbye. Usually, it's still great. Right. Well, we're we're like right next to each other and. And you leave, you don't go by Sandy yes. when you leave. Plus, she's not there when you leave. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. She leaves like the latest she's left before I think is like six thirty, seven o'clock. Oh yeah, that's true. Which is when you leave, but that was like once. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I forgot what I Something about giving me money, I think. Uh, oh yeah, I'll give you. Yeah. Oh man, it didn't work. Um, we talk about friends, things friends do, making a podcast. Yeah, uh, man, friends are fucking weird. Yeah, friends, friends could be weird. I'm still in a like a group chat with some uh, some friends I had from high school, but they're just kind of leaving on you. I don't know. It's kind of like a weird time. Um, just participating in it. It's not like I didn't used to, but I just kind of feel withdrawn, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I only hang out with, I only regularly see one, two people that I knew in high school. One of them, one of them is my twin brother. Yeah, I think, uh, like, an old 
course, and like goes off to college and makes new friends or like leaves their hometown at some point. Yeah. But Houston's pretty big. I mean, you come live on two sides of Houston, it feels like a different state. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I look at Facebook and there's some of the people that, you know, I was like, oh, hey, they're doing they're doing OK for themselves. That's great. You know, uh, or people, you know, they have a bunch of kids, you know, it's like, hey, that's awesome. You know, whatever you, they want. Yeah. I went uh, to like, a, like an art um, magnet high school. So a lot of my, you know, a lot of my peers were drawers or artists too. Mm. Like one of them actually turned into something. He's an animator out in L.A. Oh, nice. I like uh, like one of them owns her own like hair salons, which is a business owner. Um, but he kind of was a nutrition, so he got kicked out. Time to hard to smoke and work in the yeah work for the union. But so I hear. I wouldn't know. <clears throat> Never worked a union job. I, uh, I mean, I hear mixed things about the union. Like, you are, it's always, someone's always reaching your, your pocket no matter what. So if it's not the government, it's the union. You get well, more, but then they take those dues, you know? Yeah, but typically unions have done a, a lot. Yeah, there yeah there are corrupted unions, you know, and, and stuff. And, too, you got the random drug test. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, um, unions are typically a good thing for the public because they help well it, it it's instead of like the whole whole point is that a group of people can negotiate their salary yeah. they have more power you know use one person you know unless I get you know 10% more I quit well if no one else is asking that they'll kick you out but if everyone's saying hey give us 15% more on our salary or we're out they can't they can't function without people. It's hard in an at-will state, too, though, just to... Yeah, well, it, I mean, you can still try to build a union, but the, the unfortunately, the um, people who are against unions have put a lot of propaganda out there against them. Totally. And, and now the public doesn't trust unions. And it, it's unfortunate because this whole low low pay low pay raises low pay for everyone you know we used to be an okay thing in Houston until like the past four or five years mm. what, what happened in the past four or five years uh, like companies like ours moving here <laughs> like uh, I think something like I don't remember the exact percentage but I think for like every two of those new homes they build downtown are like owned by um, investors that are not occupied oh yeah some people like they destroy like the parts of Houston that I used to go to down in Old Gray Street, like Montrose, to build like apartments for nobody at the moment. But it's also like part of living here too. I remember when I went to to Lifetime Fitness, they have like an indoor pool, indoor rock wall, outdoor pool, um, basketball courts, hockey <laughs> ball courts, fucking live wall wall, uh, like hunt like dozens of treadmills, like so many freeways you never like waiting for a machine it was almost like a mile long and like uh, for a little while I was kind of I was still like doing that well I'm going to go to college and be a game designer so I'll go to the Pacific Northwest because I wanted to go to Evergreen and like I asked him I was like why don't you guys have any gyms up there so I could like move my membership and he was like oh he's like we can only get like zoned in like the south because <laughs> like, the- it's like two miles away <laughs> to build it it's like oh yeah good point yeah yeah <clears throat> one time I, uh, one of the times I did go to Seattle uh, they lost like my fucking luggage at the airport, and I oh, was no. like, 
and have some money in that luggage so I couldn't like afford a hotel. So I ended up sleeping in like the only Walmart that they had in Seattle's like parking lot because they was only up there. And it wasn't even like a super Walmart, it was like just a regular ass Walmart from the 90s. Oh man. There's like four or five other people in the parking lot doing heroin too. Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, they left me alone, <laughs> you know. I'm like sleep, I'm like asleep in the back of a room. I probably, probably seem like I'm doing heroin too, you know. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're in Seattle, like, when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. I haven't been to um, San Francisco in a while, but the last time I was there, I think I was maybe at the beginning of it, because there was definitely like a lot of poop and like heroin needles everywhere. Even when you went to the Whole Foods bathroom, they had those blue lights instead of the fluorescent ones, I guess, so they could see like drugs on it, No, it makes it harder to they see a vein. can't see a vein because it's like blue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't want people doing <clears throat> drugs in their bathrooms. But they give away like the needles for free too. It's just like a conflict. So we don't want you doing drugs in the bathroom, but here's some clean needles. I don't know what to tell you. Huh. You don't have to tell me you don't jump around. I know you're a good guy. <laughs> you don't have to incriminate yourself on the air like that. It's not that type of podcast. Incriminate myself? I'm an angel, man. You're a reasonable person. That's why I like talking to you. True. Have you been keeping up with uh, Destiny 2 at all? Um, I, I've heard some, there's been a huge backlash because they oh, okay. apparently nerfed some exotics. I mean, it's nothing new. You played the first one? Did you play the first one? Or did you play the first one? Yeah, I played the first one. So, I mean, you know, they only touched that fucking game when they dropped the DLC. Like, that's it. There's no, there's no big secret to it. Like, you, you gave us money or you owe us money. Like here's a con here's like some content added with like some patch stuff that you would get like for free in another game or <clears throat> But I mean like it's like I was telling some people that's probably part of the contract because I mean when you sign that contract you agree to you know this many content drops a, a, a cycle if you word that creatively you can say you only have to update the game you know three times a year and you pair those with your content drops to you know pat them out. Mm. But I mean, they, they broke a lot of the ones, because I mean, the, the current meta in the game is that you just use supers, because, you know, the super for the Warlock and stuff lets you regenerate, you know, ammo and health automatically, you don't have to reload, stuff like that, so you can burn the boss easily. But, I mean, but some of the boss fights, like, you have to have it, otherwise it's, you can't get through the burn phase. So they go through and just, like, nerf all that shit. <laughs> and then it just draws attention to the fact you have, like, some exotics that give you, like, a second grenade, or, you know, no uh, no reload time with sidearms, like, great. <laughs> I I haven't played for a couple of weeks. Oh, um, Keegan got me into uh, Revamp City Heroes. You played that originally, though, right? Yeah. That was the nostalgic factor going so. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, some people somewhere uh, ran up some servers and they take donations um, to run the servers, but that's about it. Um, there's tons of people. They they've gone over like seven thousand people mm-hmm. um, playing at once. There's sixty. Is it all on one server though, or is it? Oh no, they have they have four or five servers. One for one for Europe for, for you, you, EU. Um, I'm playing my my original character that I first made a a energy blaster, energy manipulator, and yeah, it's blast. Okay. It's it's uh, that nostalgia feeling, man. I've been kind of eyeing like the classic WoW, but I'm just afraid of like how severely it would interrupt my content output rate. Because mm. I know that shit kicked my ass in high school. I barely graduated. Yeah. I wasn't even good at the game, so I didn't have a good reason. It was just like digital. 
Well, it's if you if you know know you might get like that, then don't. I mean, it's a lot slower too. Like technically, if I get a third monitor, I can have it up and going while I'm like editing video too. It's something in the world. You know, it's mainly macros and macros, especially the old one. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you didn't play old well back in the day, but it's no complete balls. Like if you pull like a second monster, you're probably gonna die. Like it's that type of game. Mm. But that was just like the, the weird window of time it was in. I remember like the one I really got into in middle school was Ultima Online, which was mm. like 2D EverQuest. Yeah. Was, like, intense. I mean, uh, you got you had like um, Karma and you had like uh, Reputation, so you could have like a bad guy title, but then be like really infamous with people in town. It was fucking weird. You could also like you didn't have to like engage in combat in the game. You could literally like log in and make a lumberjack and go chop down different types of trees and sell them because I mean people need the wood for arrows and building houses and boats and all kinds of shit. Or you could build a house. You could build a boat too. <laughs> yeah. Just chop down enough trees and go build a boat. Put your house on an island with no one can shit. My my brother and I um, found a magazine that was all about Ultima Online. We go, oh man, this is an awesome game. Wish we could get it. We didn't have a family computer or anything. Yeah. And not until not until we were in high school. And by then it was. You didn't play um, Star Wars Galaxies by chance, did you? No, no. The only MMO I really played is City of the Heroes, Destiny, and then I recently, in the last year, played. Wow, for a little bit, got a character level 20. No, that's an accomplishment. <clears throat> did you ever do, uh, you did Diablo 3, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever try to pat the X on? Uh, no, not yet. You got your PS4 though, right? Yes. You should download it, it's free now. Oh, is it? It's been free, but it's on the PS4, importantly. I'll, I'll look for it. It's a little bit closer to Diablo 2 than Diablo 3, because it's got a... You have a passive skill tree, which is like your intelligence, your stats, and then like your damage with weapons or maybe like broken stuff, like your, your mage that wants to use axes for some fucking reason, you can do that if you build your tree in the right direction. Um, and then your your actual gear has sockets and your skills or gems, and they're like color-coded so you can, you know, basically pick your skills and build your own. It's so kind of intense. <laughs> okay. It's like a Diablo 2 with like autism, I'd call it. Sounds fun. Mm. I mean, I, I always hear that Diablo 3 was very, very simple. Well, I have friends that play Diablo 3, and like, I know the appeal of it, but I'm not gonna like spend the money for it, especially because like a better free version that's close to Diablo 2, you know? Yeah, I well, I mean, I would be surprised <clears throat> you could find the whole thing, you know, pretty cheap somewhere. Do they, well, I guess they do have the Necromancer now, or do they? Is it, I don't think they added the Necromancer. Yeah, yeah, they added, added the Necromancer. Oh, okay. And they, they made versions of the game that have it included, like Game of the Year or something. That is actually the main reason I got in the Path of Exile, just because of the fucking skeleton armor and never gets old. Yeah, that that's actually the the character I play most of the time is a necromancer. I'll have to show him next time here, dude. Okay, yeah, it's uh, <coughs> a this lot of fun. Head off. We're at like nineteen minutes anyway. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate you stopping by, bro. Of course, no problem. Anytime. Yeah,